Welcome to Only Trying to Help, the podcast where we try to help you help other people. My name is Dr. Kate Watson, and I'm really excited to bring you the episode today. But before I launch into today's topic, I wanted to share that next week, our season finale, Leslie will be back. Whoop, whoop. I've missed her so much. Um, Leslie and I had to get creative with recording since we are choosing not to be in the same room during the COVID pandemic, but I think we have a solid plan. So I am excited that Leslie will be able to join us before we wrap up season four. I'm flying solo again today. And when I do, I try to keep the episode brief, but if possible, powerful. And so for today, I'm dropping an important reminder about boundaries during the holidays. Uh, I don't assume that everyone who's listening is celebrating Christmas or Hanukkah, uh, but even if you're looking ahead to New Year's or, or just down the road in general, holiday seasons, no matter where you come from, what religious practice you have, tend to bring up a lot of opportunities for boundary violations. And I was kind of thinking... I might start with a personal story, one that has nothing to do with the holidays, but a lot to do with boundaries. Um, For the majority of my youth and my young adult years, I dieted a lot and sometimes not in the healthiest of ways. Uh, I would lose 20 to 40 pounds and gain it back, repeat, 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 and You know, I found that a person doesn't yo-yo diet that much without learning a thing or two about oneself. And I realized that I had a lot of unproductive patterns that I needed to break. I would, for example, set a goal, like I'm going to eat really well today. And then I would violate my goal of eating healthy when I was in social settings and I would kind of cite that I had concerns for others. It would sound like this in my head. Uh, In my head, I would say, you know, I told myself I would just drink water at the party tonight, but people get kind of weird about alcohol. They're going to feel strange if I'm not drinking. So then I would drink alcohol in an attempt to make other people comfortable. Or similarly, you could imagine a restaurant scenario. Uh, Maybe I had intended to eat a salad from the menu uh, and I would suddenly think, oh, everyone else ordered burgers. They are going to feel really bad about themselves if I order a salad. I should at least get some french fries so they don't feel judged by me. And sometimes when the meal would end, people would say things like, oh, come on, share the dessert with me. Don't make me eat it all by myself. And I would eat it to make them feel better. Or, I guess more accurately, I would eat it in an attempt to make them feel better. I would work so hard to lose weight just to gain it all back because I didn't want to make other people uncomfortable. And this is not an episode about eating during the holidays. I don't care what you eat this holiday season. This is an episode about boundaries and the story I'm telling is one of embarrassingly poor boundaries on my part. And this is terribly common around the holidays. 
So let's cut to the chase. Boundaries are the separation between what belongs to me and what belongs to you. And in the case of my story, my food decisions or drinking decisions belong to me. And other people have responsibility for their own food decisions. It really wasn't up to me to help other people feel comfortable with their drinking or red meat or dessert. I was crossing boundaries. And meanwhile, I was congratulating myself for being helpful and considerate, patting myself on the back for being such a good person. I had to learn that I am not responsible for the guilt or shame that belongs to other people, putting down once and for all all the weight that was never really mine to carry in the first place. I mean, I could go on a list that has nothing to do with food or weight or anything. My feelings belong to me and your feelings belong to you. My time belongs to me and your time belongs to you. My property belongs to me and your property belongs to you. My rights belong to me and your rights belong to you. Boundaries separate these things. Boundaries separate what's mine from what's yours. And the key message here is that we ought to separate what we actually have any power over from what we don't really have any power over because some of us are trying to help and fix things that we have no control over. And I want to yell, stop it. (laughs) But I also know that the holidays just breed opportunities for boundary violations. And even if you're someone who thinks, oh, no, I'm really good at this. I've got great boundaries. I'm super aware of this. I practice it. Great. I'm proud of you. But the holidays are upon us. And this gets really difficult to maintain. Suddenly, We believe we need to attend parties that we don't really want to attend. We believe we have to buy gifts that we don't really need to buy. We believe we have to wear clothes or makeup that we don't really want to wear. And the list goes on. While it's true that some people are a bit too rigid with their boundaries and and they lack some flexibility, some people are too loose with their boundaries and they make too many compromises and allow too much flexibility. Ideally, everyone would have a good sense of where their boundaries exist and how comfortable they might be shifting their boundaries from time to time. Moving your boundaries, you know, moving that line between what belongs to me and what belongs to you, it's not always a bad thing to move that line. But I'm going to encourage you to make sure that when you move that boundary to accommodate other people, that you are motivated by love, not fear. And let me give you a concrete example of that. When I attend a party that I don't really care to attend, (laughs) I am loosening my boundaries. I'm adjusting where that line is. And often I'm doing it out of fear. I'm afraid that people will begrudge me for skipping it. I'm worried they will complain, oh, we never see Kate anymore. I'm worried that I will let people down, so I violate my own boundaries, and we need to cut this shit out. When I spend more money than I have in my budget for holiday gifts because I'm afraid that people will be disappointed, then I have moved my boundaries and I did so out of fear, not love. But let's examine those same two examples, the party and gifts, but let's examine them with a twist. 
sometimes I'm tired and I don't really feel like attending a holiday party, but I think about the people who I love who will be there and I think to myself, Kate, you don't feel like going right now, but you also really love these people enormously and you're going to feel really good knowing you supported them and you're going to enjoy getting the chance to hug them and catch up with them. So pick yourself up, go to the party, see those smiles on everyone else's faces and feel awesome about it all night long. You're going to feel good about it. And that's being motivated by love. That's an example of shifting your boundaries because you want to, not because you're scared. When I spend more than I intended to on holiday gifts because I saw the perfect gift and I'm just so excited to share it with my friend or my family member, then I have adjusted my boundaries and I did it out of love, not fear. It's not like I spent more because I was afraid the person would be mad. No, I spent more because I just love them so much and I saw this thing and I had to get it for them. So there's a difference. We can move those lines from time to time. We can adjust our boundaries. We can be flexible. These don't have to be hard lines that we're drawing. But just know that when you move them, it's, it's a recipe for disaster if you move them out of fear. Resentment builds. People just start to really damage their relationships when they move their boundaries out of fear. So check yourself this holiday season, folks. Be considerate of feelings and experiences, but that's not the same thing as trying to control another person's feelings or experiences. You can't control how your friends and family feel. You can't control how your friends and family live their lives or behave. You can consider their feelings, but you can't control them. You can only control yourself. That's the only thing that is within your boundaries. And you know, it's kind of interesting How you set your boundaries really sends a message to the world about how you respect yourself. Learning to assert your own boundaries often makes it easier to recognize and respect the boundaries that other people set. So when someone sends me a text and the text message says, Hey, Kate, sorry to cancel plans for tonight, but I have a lot going on. I think to myself, hmm, nice boundaries, dude. Well done. It's so much easier for me to respect the lines that people draw when I've been practicing drawing them myself. It takes one to know one, right? So when someone's setting a boundary with me, I recognize it. And I think, oh, cool. So-and-so is setting boundaries. That's awesome. So the next time someone cancels plans with you, try responding with something like, you made the right call. I know that's tough to do. Folks, it's, it's, it's freeing. It's freeing to not be so resentful. The world teaches us that we're supposed to feel slighted when someone sets a boundary with us. But the reality is, it's possible to be both disappointed and proud at the same time. And you might even use that as your response. If someone cancels plans with you, You could say, you know, I'm disappointed that I won't get to see you, but I'm also really proud that you're taking good care of yourself tonight. I'm looking forward to seeing you the next time we can get together. Be well. That's how you show that you are both disappointed and proud of them at the same time. 
And you'll know that you're getting better at setting boundaries when you find yourself attracted to other people who set boundaries really well. Um, And you might find that you're less interested in spending time with people who struggle with boundaries. They might become frustrating for you. You might find that you don't even want to hang out with them as much anymore. You'll want to surround yourself with people who are good at this just like you are. And I, I read this somewhere. I wish I could give credit to the person who, who said it first, but I think it's been, um, well, I think it's been shared around social media so much that we probably don't really know who the original author was. But I read, you know, the only people who get mad when you set boundaries are the people who benefited from you having none at all. And boy, has that been a game changer in my life. When I set a boundary and someone gets upset, I think to myself, right. right, of course you're upset because you've been benefiting from all the times I had no boundaries. This makes perfect sense. I find myself now really suspicious of people who use this pattern of speech. It goes like this, blank made me blank. So my son made me give him ice cream. My husband made me agree to go on vacation. My mother made me come home for the holidays. Blank made me blank. Folks, no one made you do anything. (laughs) No one made you do anything. You violated your own boundaries because you were afraid of a consequence. So when I hear someone say, my daughter made me lend her the car this weekend, I translate that in my own head to this person was afraid of how their daughter would respond if they didn't give their daughter the car this weekend. I would say be aware of your boundaries all the time, but especially in this kind of intense time of obligations and traditions and consumerism and capitalism, uh, just be aware, maybe more aware than you would be on a normal day. Be aware of your boundaries. And if you're having trouble setting boundaries, you know, you can get help with this. I would say ideally choose someone to help you with whom you have some built-in boundaries, like a counselor or a pastor or someone like that. Even even your boss. I mean, you have built-in boundaries with a boss. That person could be really helpful. It's tough to practice boundaries with someone who's a friend or family member because there, there are no formal lines drawn, so you're really starting from scratch. I wish you luck with this, my friends. Happy December. Please be well. day.